All right, welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 28. I'm your host, Terry, and your host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys, what's going on? And I'm finally not sick anymore. So. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. A little less coughing. <laughs> a little less coughing in this podcast. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, well, so. you were coughing a little bit earlier, but I mean... Not, yeah, but not, it's not nothing too serious not, today. Not good. Compared to last week. <laughs> You're compared to, compared to Tuesday. All right, uh, so today's episode, uh, we're going to do a little more experience talking. Um, so... This episode is for people, I guess, who are wanting to be in this field, uh, the personal training field, and also those who are looking to, you know, maybe change their career or do this on the side. Uh, we give our experience in terms of working. I guess for me, it's just uh, I I just have been working in this field for a year or maybe a little more than a year, but Malcolm been working for longer, so he'll give his experience um, on it as well. So we just gonna talk about uh, life as a trainer, how it works. You know scheduling um you know do you actually work nine to five like how scheduling work actually works yeah so if you want to just start i guess talk about your experience as a trainer i guess you either worked in two different locations right mm-hmm. so i guess if you give your experience on what's the difference between working in different facilities because so right now for those of you who are listening uh we work in a corporate facility um, we're not gonna mention any names here. Yeah. Uh, I think we just. Sh- I don't think. I don't think we should. Yeah, should we? No, we don't need to. <laughs> Do we need to? No. I mean, they 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 seen they seen hints of where we work yeah, out. Yeah, like in the they, last post, yeah, they yeah, see yeah. me wearing the name tag. Yeah, so they, 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 I guess they can put two and two together eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's different working from for two two different companies. Yeah. Also different from you know running your own business as well. Right. Um, it. At first, when I first got got into the business, um, I was thinking about doing it as like a side job. Okay. You know, just doing it like... What was your main focus? What do you want to do? Well, at the time, I didn't really know. Okay. I didn't really know. I was more... Didn't you say you wanted to do a <coughs> phys ed teacher? Right. I wanted to be a phys ed teacher, but I was like in the beginning of school. Okay. And then as it went on, and then I stumbled across training, and then I was working already working another job as well as going to school. Yeah. And then I got my cert, and then... It was one of the things where it was just like, I got really good at training. I enjoyed it a lot. And okay. then the other job I was working was just like, you know, was just the job I was working for a while. You right. Know? And so I just kept that job as well. And then I yeah. started developing my own business. Yeah. And then in that process, it was able to work. It worked well in my schedule because it was, it was a very, it's a very flexible job. You know, I can train people at this time, you know, only these days, whatever. And then it can be, it's fine just for like a side job. Yeah, yeah. It went from being a side job to being an actual career, or something I really uh, I don't really see myself doing anything else. Yeah, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. um, over time, you know, I would market, you know, the job itself. I started to like, you know, uh, go to people's door door to door. I would yeah. put out my business cards, things like that. People got actually reached out to me, and got back to me from that. Okay. Um, and it and it was working. It was actually growing, you know, right before my eyes. And then I got uh, offered to work work at the gym. I was a member of working out at so oh, okay oh i didn't know that yeah i thought you a high uh you like i guess you applied for you didn't apply for you well i mean offered. i had to apply well of course yeah, i'm sure you had to apply but yeah. you got offered a position yeah yeah oh nice that's cool. like, it was just there whatever and it was like you know everyone thought about being a trainer and i'm like oh i mean i am a trainer now right and, oh um, so you never you were actually working privately mm-hmm. on your own on my own yeah so how are you training some of your clients um what do you mean like you had a location where you train your clients? Yeah, had a, a location. Studio? Yeah. A studio, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it oh, was nice. in a different town other than where I was living. All right. Yeah, cool. it was cool. a different town. I, I didn't know that. I thought you were doing that like when you already had the job. 
No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, I was uh, I was living I was living in Albany and going to the gym I was a member of working out at was in Albany. The business I ran was at a different gym privately. I would oh, okay. pay the rent, you know, overhead okay, for okay. every month. Um, so I did that for a while, actually, almost, maybe almost a year. Yeah. And I got offered the job as to be a trainer, and then from there, it just kind of like blew up from there. Okay. And, um But it was rocky in the beginning because I wasn't used to like, you know, people who are interested in being a trainer. You got you have to be um, very like uh, vocal with a lot of the members, you know. Yeah, I guess uh, from my experience working here at the location we're working out right now, um, yeah, you do have to be vocal somewhat. Yeah. Um, you can't be too timid, I would say. I mean, as, if that's your personality, then that's fine. Yeah. But at the same time, you still have to be able to conversate. Yeah. Like, if a member comes up to you asking you questions, you still have to be able to conversate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just say, like, turn your head and look away yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and pretend you don't see them. So yeah. if you're... You're gonna be in this field. Just be aware that you're gonna be talking to a lot of people. Yeah. And if you're a shy person, it's okay because I'm a shy person as well. Um, but I could still have a conversation with someone if they're if they have questions about the facility or they have questions about exercise. I could definitely branch off from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you who are trying to be in this field, just be aware that you will have to talk. Yeah. Right. It's not a job where you could just you know tell someone what to do and that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. When I first got there, I wasn't really comfortable just walking up to people and just talking to them. Right, yeah. Um, I feel like there are people who are shy. They could definitely work for them. It's just their approach to, to reaching out to new members or new clients, potentially, has to be different than someone who's more outgoing. You know, their approach has to be a little different. Yeah, for someone who's trying to get into this field, yeah. Yeah. You can't try to copy someone's approach. Like, let's say... For example, if I try to copy someone who's very outgoing, yeah. actually just to try to approach every single member, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I think for me, what works well was just being able to talk to someone on a more personal level and just yeah. get to know them, and then eventually get to open up and yeah. have a like you know casual conversation with that person. For sure, yeah, yeah. I, so in the beginning, I didn't really talk to people like that. It was more of just like I was, because there I just made my own schedule. I didn't have to be there to to build my business I just made my own schedule right and so but I had to be in the building on the times I, I was available yeah so I guess we could explain that to the audience people who are looking into different facilities yeah some facilities require you to do what we call floor shifts yeah right so you actually have to be around the floor area talk to trainers uh, not talk to trainers but talk to members mm-hmm. um, give out towels clean up the weights yeah and do all this extra stuff you get paid for it of course but yeah yeah. Um, that's your time to actually build your business and some other facilities you yeah. said uh, you didn't so, really have you that didn't, you didn't have, we didn't have that we, yeah. we were suggested like you, the time you, you are here you should either be programming train a client or trying to find new business Right, if but time, you never got paid for trying to find trying to business. Yeah, get paid for it. Right. So you know, but at the same time, we had managers who their job was to fill our schedule. So mm-hmm. it, uh, we had that working with us hand in hand. Yeah. So, but in the process, um, you know, I started off doing like a little like a like a class of my own, just to like have people interested in who I was as a trainer. Okay. So I had people do like a little bit of an app class, you know, just a big challenge for people to do. Okay. You know, like a one on one thing, yeah. and then it's just kind of like. Developed a little bit from there. I didn't really develop many clientele from it, but I just kind of created a buzz. Right. And then from that, I started to just build on that more and more and more. I got just, I didn't really care about, you know, what people thought as far as me talking to them. Right. And after a while, I just, just got into a little bit of a groove. Right. And then mm-hmm. there it was like, it was a lot easier to like retain clients and then, you know, have a steady schedule because everybody was on a, 
everybody was on a um, recurring, not recurring, but on a six month contract minimum. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess um, I guess for us to explain, um, if you're looking to be a trainer at these corporate facilities, mm-hmm. um, look at what type of contract. Um, the client sign up for mm-hmm. like whether it's sessions or it's by month for yeah, your yeah. old job right it was yeah, by, by six contract. month contract Minim- right? minimum of six months right for our place right here right now people could just go from session to session exactly yeah so yeah. also price uh, may be different right right now our facility is a lot higher than some of the other facilities mm-hmm. uh, but we get paid I think out of all the other facilities I think our trainers here we get paid the most yeah, paid them for, but uh, of for course the they, they the clients do pay a lot more yeah. but that's the reason why we get paid the most because yeah. the client pay more yeah it's a so, uh, it's like one of the top five places to get uh, uh, gyms to get paid paid by by in this in the, in the area right in terms of corporate facilities, kind of corporate facilities. Yeah, if you work for a private facility maybe it's a little higher yeah I'll say yeah um, yeah, so there, uh, it was minimal six months, so we had to just kind of, um, it was easier for us to re- keep, re- uh, keep retention because yeah. six months, you just kind of like grew on to somebody and you just kind of just stay with them. Of course. Yeah. Know, and six months is better to get some, in, in terms of time frame, better for results better than results. someone who just trained for, you know, session and then not see you not next, see you next week. Right? week yeah, yeah. So it was like, you already pay for, you're paying monthly for right. this six month contract. So you have really no choice. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you just kind of feel like you have to show up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was, it was just, the, that was a lot easier to manage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just having a set schedule with people as well and like having the same kind of like, uh, you know, routine with them every every week, you know, yeah. like, I see you this day, this day, at this time, you know, it was easier to... Right, it's not like, we just change times, let's change yeah, yeah. every week, we, if I saw you Monday, let's go Tuesday next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a lot easier, it's a lot easier to do it that way, to have your clients on a, on a set schedule. Right. Um, the uh, scheduling at that gym was easier because everything that w- was done through uh, a computer um, to where every time that session was completed, they had to put in a code. You know, and every time they put in the code that completed the session, it means that you got paid on the session. Okay. So right then and there, it was just easier to just click their names or whatever and then click the next week. They yeah, were going to yeah. be there. If it was the last day, they were going to train. Yeah, yeah. So it's just easier to just keep a nice set schedule with, with them. Um, whereas certain places, if you have to keep keep your own like set schedule in your head or whatever, remember that way, you have use an app on your phone where yeah. like some apps don't really work as properly as others, you know, yeah, or yeah. like they're a little not as user friendly, yeah. you know, so that can be a little tease at times so that's always something to think about as well like what kind of system does a does a company use to right. help, help you uh keep your schedule like you know intact you yeah know? so um, main things i guess my suggestion for a lot of trainers um i'm fairly new into the field but at the same time um, if you're looking at a facility to work for make sure you enjoy the facility right if you want to work with older people find a place where there's more older people like if you want to work with athletes you should not be working in a PT area, right? Yeah, yeah. Or unless it's a lot of athletes do go to the PT area, um, but work for a more strength and conditioning place uh, mm-hmm. facility. So look for areas and the type of crowd that you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And also, <coughs> I guess the atmosphere, like do you see yourself actually working in this facility? Because you're going to be in there a lot. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the main reason, uh, main thing we need to tell people who are listening who are trying to be trainers. Yeah. Like, you're going to be in a facility a lot. If you want to do well in this field, mm-hmm. you're going to be in that facility a lot. Um, I guess the way I put it is, you're running your own business within a business. True. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, you, 
it's your job to get new clients. I know even though it's the manager's job to feed you clients, right? Mm-hmm. It's your job to actually kind of retain those clients and yeah. keep them happy, right? Because if you're not getting them results, you're just gonna keep losing clients, losing yeah, yeah, yeah. clients. You're not gonna get mm-hmm. get that retention, mm-hmm. which you which, which is what you want. Yeah. Um, so people who are interested in this job is, I would say it's not easy um, because you're not just having a set amount of clients and then you work with that same amount of clients every single time. Yeah. You know, clients drop off, you have to make sure you fill in. Yeah. Clients, you have to make sure, you know, is everything up to date in terms of programming mm-hmm. and also scheduling. So there's a lot that goes in <clears throat> in terms of training. Mm-hmm. Um, but it teaches you a lot, teach yourself a lot in terms of like how to, I guess, be independent in terms of your work. And yeah. eventually, if you want to do your own thing, yeah. You know how to because you already ran kind of like your own business yeah, yeah. inside of business. Yeah. yeah, some gyms are different than others. There are some gyms who have a very, very simple way of like running it where right. the trainers don't have to like uh, do too much thinking. You know? Yeah, there's some gyms where um, it's like like they just literally you said whenever you're free, they book the client for you, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you just go train a client. You just train a client yeah. and then you see him, okay, see you next week. There's no like, there's no. You know, like most of us who I feel like who are good trainers, we, you know, we program for our clients and we base off of like programming and this is where you should be in this amount of time. Yes. So like most, some gyms don't have you do that. They just say, see you next Tuesday, or see you next Thursday yeah. or see you, see you next Friday. You know, yeah. it's, it's just like a constant, like a repetitive thing. Just, right. So that is a different, um, you know, avenue, you know, it's a different uh, way of going about it because then um, I feel like as you as a trainer, you're kind of just doing it as like a, it's like almost like a uh, a rat a rat wheel, you know, you just kind of go around right, and right. around and around and around. But yeah. you know, there's no like progress, there's no, nothing for growth as far as like you are the client. Yeah, if you're a trainer and you're looking to work in this field, always be willing to grow. Yeah. Uh, find a facility where they support education or where they support, um, you know, new ideas. Mm-hmm. And they don't just look at you as a way to get more money for their business. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times these facilities, you know, they don't care about their trainers and they just want more money for the, the facility. And, you know, the more money they make, the more money the people higher up make. So yeah, yeah. Um, really find a facility where they actually care about your own personal well-being and also uh, your potential to grow and be a better yeah. trainer. Yeah, because yeah. you have to... You have to get better eventually. You know, eventually people are going to question, like, are you good or not? Right, you know, and the like, industry is always changing. It's always changing. Yeah. It's always changing. Everything's, everything changes all the time. There's always a new exercise or a new method of how, how to do things. You just got to be able to keep up to date with that. Yeah. You know, um, just, you know, it's just like everything. You know, you can't just stick with one thing all the time. You have mm-hmm. to just keep refreshing yourself, always, yeah. always learning because, you know, you can't just assume you know everything you know you can't exactly. just stop can't just stop at one spot yeah, yeah. Or say, okay i've learned enough yeah you know what else what else is do i need to know you know mm-hmm. and you have to keep yourself fresh because the mm-hmm. clients because it's always going to make you you better and it's going to make it easier for you to produce results from your clients yeah exactly you know, you know you'll be able to hold more legitimate conversations All right you know, and you're going to be versatile as a trainer right True. if you only have one type of method of training mm-hmm. you know you might just attract one type of crowd yeah you know, if you have multiple methods you know, you might be able to track older folks if you know how to do corrective exercise or you know how to prevent injuries. True, yeah. Right, if you know how to uh, get people strong, you might track younger folks. So, mm-hmm. you know, having a mixture of both is, is great. For sure, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you always got to look at, you know, everything, everything that, uh, you know, that comes up when you are a trainer. So, like, when you think about, um, when you think about certain times of the year, they're going to be more busy than others, you know, then you have to yeah. think about, mm-hmm. um, 
clients may drop off because of vacation or they may or may have a lot of clients because of just sheer like um it's a new year you know you get a lot right, of clients yeah. at that time i know? mean that's just how it is that's a like like we said before is that's like a business within a business yeah, right yeah. a business sometimes does poorly sometimes they do well mm-hmm. um is i guess your job as a trainer and also job as the manager as well in the facility to work together and be able to build a business where it's steady yeah and that way both end uh they're happy right the manager is also making a good income and also the trainers making good income yeah for sure yeah, yeah you gotta you have to it's hard it's really hard to be in a facility at times when you are a trainer because you some facilities want you to think about the team but in reality like there is there really isn't not much of a team you know per se you know yeah um I guess unless you're working for a private facility yeah, yeah. where everything is like, um, you know, and smaller in terms of uh, structure, yeah. like the team is smaller, so you guys can actually bond with everyone. Yeah. Um, the actual members that come in might might not be insane mm-hmm. amount, um, mm-hmm. but it's a good amount where everyone that comes in is training. Right? Yeah. It's not like a random member that just comes in and does their own thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you're working for a private facility, I think it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a better... Uh, chance of being able to work as a team, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you're if you're looking to work for corporate, uh, I guess the best advice we have for you is if you want to do well, just care about yourself first. Yeah, pretty yeah. much for yourself, for yourself first. Yeah, you know, um, everybody else is gonna do the same thing. You yeah, know? fuck you, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't yeah. even say that with a straight face. That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they um. You kind of have to care about yourself, you know, and, right. you know, in within the confines of, like, the business, you know, like, yeah. if, you know, you train your clients and you build business for yourself. Yeah. Um, and there's opportunities, you know, be the first one to take it. Yeah. Right. But, sure. I mean, I don't, I don't really look at it like that. Um, you know, I, I feel like my business will grow if everyone else's business grow. Uh, but I make sure the right people get the, the business, right? I'm not going to give it to someone who's not going to be willing to work or someone who's, like, Who's been slacking off, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, so I guess, uh, I guess good example is like uh, I could have an opportunity to train Josh, right? Because when Anthony came with the EcoFit, he was like, "Who want to do EcoFit?" Oh, okay. So yeah, then yeah. we were like, "Yeah, you go do it. You're already here." I, mean, yeah, yeah. I was about to leave anyway. I mean, I could have easily been selfish yeah, 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 and yeah. said like, "Oh no, I got it, Anthony. Yeah. I got it right away." <laughs> so um, I guess if you want to create good relationships uh, with, you know, smart trainers, individual, you don't want to be like that that hungry trainer that just wants everything for themselves mm-hmm. be able to sh- also sh- not, I guess not share business but look out for other trainers as well yeah I mean I guess this is one of the things where think of it like this if someone came up to you and said uh, Terry I wanna I wanna be an MMA fighter yeah yeah you wouldn't and so I want to train four times a week exactly as much as hard you right, want to train right. them I think no yeah way. I think that's the best way to look at it yeah, yeah. like whatever your <coughs> specialty is mm-hmm. And if you know you can provide the best service for someone, mm. take that client by all means. Yeah. But if that client is looking for a specific thing that you can't even teach them, yeah. but you're, you're mediocre and you know another trainer is like highly skilled in, mm. like do the right thing and give the client to, uh, you know, a service provider, that, exactly, like, you yeah. know, a trainer that is going to take that client to the next level. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah I, could, I could teach someone how to freaking MMA fight. Like, yeah, <laughs> just punch my pads here. <laughs> But of course, I would suggest this to someone else who yeah. actually have some, some type of uh, skill in exactly. that, uh, in that field, right? exactly. in that work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's a better way of putting at it. Putting yeah. it, you know, is like you know, 
be confident that you can give them the best service. If you're not confident you can do that for them, then yeah. give them to somebody who can, you know? Yeah. You know, that's basically how you go about it. You right, know? right. You don't want to train somebody if you're not certified in training people who are, women who are pregnant, you know? There's right. no reason for you to take on that person. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Basically the best way to put about it, you know? Yeah. And then also, I, I guess let's wrap it up talking about just, like, how our schedule works and how it's, like, different from day to day and also that way people know, understand yeah. um, who are trying to get into this field. Yeah how scheduling actually works. Like, you can set your own schedule, which is great, being yeah. a trainer, but... Some days... At you, same, some days, you just here for the whole day. Like, today, we're... I mean, you're always here, I'm always here, but we have shorter days, but, like, Tuesday and Thursday, for me in particular, like, I'm here working from as early as, what, last last couple of weeks, I was sometimes here at, like, 6.30, yeah. and then we come here at 9 and work on other stuff, like podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're here for like fucking at least twelve hours yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, which I I really don't mind because like I don't really see this job as work. It doesn't. You know, I don't. I don't have to wear a suit and be all sweaty <laughs> in summer weather <laughs> going to work on a train crowded with, <laughs> with a bunch of crowded people. You know. True. Yeah, you don't have to be all serious all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's the best thing about this job I think it's just uh, you don't really see it as work if you love what you do in terms of training people helping people achieve their goals mm-hmm. uh, you don't see it as work yeah not at all mm-hmm. yeah, you don't mind putting in the extra hour you don't mind helping out you don't mind doing something for somebody that, that does need a little bit of help you know yeah. who, if you work with them or you don't work with them at all yeah. they're a member or employee right. um, everything is just you know everything is a lot easier your days obviously are more busy than others sometimes at some point in time in the year or a day yeah. or a week yeah some days um, you train three clients and you're done for the day yeah. which is good right you could go home yeah um, but that's totally up to you right you can also stay and hang out and talk to new members mm-hmm. if you have a possibility to or let's say a new lead come up from your manager and they can hand that over to you mm-hmm. right it's all up to you right I guess it goes back to me saying you have to look at it as it's your own business, right? If you want to do well in your business, then you can put in the effort in terms of being there for business, right? Yeah. A person who has a storefront is not going to get any business unless that person's at the storefront. Like, exactly. let's say I'm, I'm serving freaking hamburgers at, a, <laughs> at my store. No one's going to buy hamburgers if I'm not there. <laughs> I don't know why hamburgers. I don't know why hamburgers. Maybe because I had five guys a couple of days back. I was thinking about hamburgers. That's true. Yeah, you have to kind of. You have to be here. You have to. Sometimes you may work four hours, but have to be there eight, eight hours. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Yeah. So for those of you who are like, I guess have other jobs or, or have like uh, school work as well, and you're looking into this as being a career sometime you may have to double take yeah in terms of like what you want yeah do you really want to commit everything you have into this career or not because i think for you to be in this career i think you have to have like full commitment yeah uh it's really hard for people who are actually Mm part-time in this and then they do something else on the side unless like they they have a clientele already or they have some type of schedule set up where they come in for these hours only and they have their managers fill up these hours automatically or yeah. somewhat uh, but I guess what I learned over the past year and a half that I've been here in this facility is just um, you have to go out there and just get those clients like, yeah. when there's a lead that comes in you know you have to be able to follow up on it it's your job to follow up on it yeah. and uh, it's your job to you know do the best you can in terms of providing value to that person and, mm-hmm. and show them that you know 
you need training. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, yeah. 100%. I agree. I totally agree. I think that, you know, the more you show value, the better. Because it is valuable, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be in this field, do it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. I guess that's a good way to end off this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to be in this field, do it for the right reasons. I hate it when people are in this field just for the money because... That's one thing I want to end off with. You're not going to make a lot of money being yeah. in this field. If you want to make money, then just go to a different field. Go be yeah. a doctor. Go yeah. be a lawyer. Yeah, my, uh, uh, go be a tech person. Just sit behind a computer. Yeah, you know, nothing against those fields, but this field is for people who are in it to be in that lifestyle and also be able to help people change their lives mm-hmm. and change their mindset and see a person grow from day one to day 100, day 1,000, whatever it may be. Yeah, one of my old managers... Regional managers said to said to me, he said, no one got in this business to drive a Ferrari. Yeah, seriously, no one got in this business to drive a Ferrari. Unless you're like a top-ass trainer yeah. uh, that's like all over the news and all over the pay- websites, you know, all over Instagram, and yeah. you're training freaking celebrities all the time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you drive a Ferrari, but most of the trainers I know, you know, <laughs> we broke as hell. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it's just like, it's possible to make it. Um, it's definitely not easy. Yeah. I think like if you go into like any salary, like looking app, like look in terms of like any app that look for salaries mm-hmm. or websites, if you look into salaries for trainers, it's like anywhere between thirty k to hundred k. Like the range is the crazy. Range, the range is crazy. Yeah. The range is crazy. Like you yeah. can make a lot of money doing training, or you can make very little money doing yeah. training. The range it's is just how good. you how you're able to promote yourself, how you're able to show people that you can get them results mm-hmm. and you can actually change their lives. For sure, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Anything you also want to end off with before uh, we end off? I think we covered pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that concludes today's podcast. If you guys have any questions, uh, please feel free to leave us a comment or um, DM us on Instagram, rushhour.fitness underscore podcast. Uh, we'll be having clips of this episode as well on that page. All right. Until uh, next time, we'll see you in the next episode. See you guys. See if this recorded.